Coming in the air tonight, oh Lord. And I've been waiting for this moment for all my life, oh Lord, oh Lord. Hello once again everyone, uh, I am Kyle Reese, I am your host here for Birds on the Black, and today we're going to go over the top five second basemen in the Cardinals organization uh, as we keep our march going, uh, at, counting down the top prospects in the Cardinals organization at each position. Uh, there really aren't any second basemen that made a Major League debut in 2018 that are still with the Cardinals. So uh, we won't spend much time there, obviously, and we'll just get right into the list. Number one on our list is 24-year-old Andy Young. Now, Andy Young kind of had, I wouldn't say a setback because that's not fair, but Andy Young spent the first part of the 2018 season at Palm Beach, and he raked in April. He was a monster in April and then kind of calmed down. But then by the time he made it to Springfield midway through the year, he was one of the most dynamic members of that entire lineup. Now, that's worth mentioning because, uh, you know, Andy Young should not have spent as much time as he spent in Palm Beach. And he was more of a prisoner of organizational logjam ahead of him. Uh, Springfield started the year with a cluster of middle infielders and infielders in general that were looking for time. Same thing kind of at AAA. Uh, so Andy Young was kind of held back at Palm Beach, and for a little bit of time, although he was always pretty good, it looked like it might stunt his growth. What you need to take away from Andy Young is that his right-handed swing is beautiful. And when Andy Young entered the organization uh, as a 37th round pick, the Cardinals introduced a little bit of a leg kick. Now, it's not super pronounced. It's actually pretty modest. Uh, but it is a timing mechanism. It, it's a leg step. And it's beautiful. And it's incorporated power. And now this five foot eleven, you know, the one hundred and ninety pound, pretty athletic second baseman uh, is hitting twenty one home runs in five hundred at bats. How that power will continue to translate is going to be fun to watch. Uh, I think you're talking about a guy who can hit fifteen home runs and play an average second base uh, where it doesn't hurt you, but he doesn't like Colton Wong it all the time. Uh, what you need to know about Andy Young, beside that, is he had a great Arizona Fall League. Uh, uh, aside from Milwaukee's incredible second base prospect, uh, Keston Hyura or Hywera, uh, whose name I'm butchering, he would have been the best second baseman in the Arizona Fall League. Uh, again, he doesn't have like these tools that would blow you away, but he is a legitimate, legitimate prospect. He's 24. I hope the Cardinals are aggressive with him and start him at AAA. I would imagine he starts at AA. Uh, but don't hold it against him in his in this instance that he's 24 and spent half of the year at double A. Uh, that's more worth holding against the Cardinals than anything. Look, Andy Young is a legitimate prospect. Uh, you're talking about a top 15 prospect in the organization, if not top 10. Uh, as you guys know, I'm high on Andy Young. What I just said, I'm gonna get a little drink real fast. Sorry, I just got sing I just got finished singing a bunch of intros for this little podcast thing that we're doing. So uh, here we are. Next on our list is 24-year-old Ramon Urias. Now, Urias, Urias is kind of interesting, right? He's the older brother of Julio Urias, Urias uh, for the Dodgers, the fascinating and incredibly talented left-handed starting pitcher, uh, bullpen in the playoffs. But uh, Urias was signed in the offseason. He's played in Cuba. He's played in Japan. I believe he's played in, uh, in Mexico. He was kind of a star in the Mexican League, similar to what Randy Rosarena was. Uh, the year prior. Here's the deal with Ramon. 
Uh, he is more of a utility player than Andy Young is. He can play a little short. He can play a little third. He can play a little second. Uh, he's not particularly good at any position. I would say he's probably on par at second base with Andy Young. Uh, you know, he's good there, but you want a little bit more. But he has an unusual and interesting amount of power, too. Uh, in 2018, in about 400 at-bats, he hit 13 home runs, had a solid amount of doubles. Uh, what we saw out of him is good slug. And again, my my issue with him is that his defense isn't quite up to par. And he, I just, I would like to see a little bit more consistent on the defensive side. He has a beautiful little short swing. He doesn't have much in the in the way of lower body movement, but he generates his power and his drive through bat speed. He has incredibly quick bat speed. Bat speed. Uh, He's also quick. Like, he's not fast. He's quick. So there's there's a legitimate chance that he has good doubles power in there. Maybe Colton Wong-esque double power. Uh, if he's topping out and reaching his max, you're talking about a guy who's capable of hitting 30 doubles in a season, but more than likely a 20-double kind of guy uh, in limited action. I like Ramon Urias a lot as a utility player. I don't know what he profiles more than that. I would like to see his defense get better is really what I'm saying more than anything. Uh, one thing I wanted to say about Urias um, – other than that, he was just added to the 40-man roster, so that gives him a little bit clearer of a path to the major leagues as compared to some other prospects, is that you'll look at his stats and you'll see a guy who hit 260 uh, with a 290 on base percentage at AAA, and that's a little misleading. Uh, he had four stints at AAA. The first one was terrible. The second one wasn't terrible. It was better, but it still wasn't good. The third one was good, and the fourth one was limited, but he looked good in the playoffs when he played in the playoffs uh, for Memphis. What I'm getting at is each tour through Memphis got a little bit better for Urias, and uh, I think that's a positive sign. Look, he's a little older. He has a skill set similar to Gyro's if you were to add a little bit more power and take away some contact. Uh, I'm anxious to see what the 2019, pardon me, 2019 season holds from Ramon Urias. Number three on the list is a player who was not protected uh, from the Rule 5 draft, was not added to the 40-man. That is second baseman Max Schrock. Max Schrock, as you well know, was acquired as part of the deal that brought Gyro Munoz to the St. Louis Cardinals for Steven Piscotti from the Oakland A's. Now, uh, here's the deal with, uh, with Schrock. He doesn't strike out. As a matter of fact, his strikeout rate went down as compared to 2017. He was at AA all of 17, was at AAA all of 18, and it went down. That goes to show you what his contact tool is. It's pretty elite. Like, he has a 70-grade contact tool, probably a 50-grade hit tool. His power is almost completely zapped, which is a bummer, but he's kind of a small guy. Uh, where he gets into trouble, and he had a down year. He went from hitting 320 in AA in 17 to hitting 249, 250 in AAA. His, uh, his on-base percentage really tanked. This is what I saw. I saw hitters getting ahead of Max Schrock and capitalizing on the fact that he would swing at anything with two strikes to not strike out. Uh, and that created a lot of weak contact, and that worked against Schrock. Uh, I, I write in the article that I believe that Max Schrock, when given an opportunity this coming season, he'll have probably a weight lifted off his shoulders with whatever team he's with, whether that be in the Cardinals organization or if a team takes him in the Rule 5. And I think we'll see something in between the 320 and 240 average over the last two years, somewhere in between the 380 and the two and the 380 and the 300 on base percentage that we saw over the last two years. Uh, again, you know whether that's that's probably 270, 340, 350. Uh, but he's not going to strike out a lot. That number will go up, uh, and the power might not ever be there. He's not particularly swift, so you're not talking about like legitimate doubles uh, power. That really isn't there. It's kind of a modest doubles power. 
Uh, what I want to say about Schrock, what I want to leave you with with Schrock, is that there were some questions about his defense entering the 2019 season. And he worked extremely hard to become a very, very solid, uh, we'll say above average, AAA second baseman. He is really good at ranging to his right and throwing off balance. He's done and made he's done great work and made great improvements to turn the double play in turning the double play. And uh, his arm is still average to above average. But what more can you really ask for? You know, he's a second baseman. Uh, hopefully, Max Schrock is not taken by another team and he gets another year in the system to prove why he was part of the deal that sent Stephen Piscotty to the A's. Uh, we'll see. It's going to be an interesting couple of weeks for Mr. Schrock. Number four on our list is fifth-round pick out of Maryland from the 2018 draft, 21-year-old Nick Dunn. Now, Nick Dunn played two levels, uh, reached two levels after being drafted in June. He was at short season and full season, so he played for State College in Peoria. Now, his time in Peoria uh, was, was limited. He played 14 games and was a little overmatched, but we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about that. It's a long season for the collegiate players in general. And usually, unless you're a big boy with big power, uh, like we talked about with Luke and Baker, Guys who are more contact-oriented will struggle at that level. So Nick Dunn, uh, what you need to know about him is he's kind of like a miniature Max Schrock. He's not going to strike out a lot, not going to hit for much in the way of power. Uh, he's going to play a very good defensive second baseman. Right now, when I watch him play second, I call it solid in the article. It's, it's, it's probably major league average right now. How much better it'll get than that, I'm not sure. Uh, and again, I reserve the right to change my judgment on that because I haven't seen much of him other than, you know, probably 30 games altogether between Peoria and State College. Uh, and he just, he seemed above average for a minor league second baseman. And he seems sturdy and confident. And uh, I, I think he's an okay, good second baseman. Like you would never be worried about a Manning to be. Uh, not much in the way of speed. Could end up being a doubles hitter. We'll keep his strikeout rate down. Uh, again, it won't be Schrock, where Schrock isn't striking out more than 9% of the time. You're probably talking about something that's like sustainable 12 to 15% of the time, uh, maybe peaks at 10% of the time. But that's that's really the story with Nick Dunn. I'm not going to spend too much time talking about Nick Dunn because I want to see more of him this coming year in 20, uh, 2019. I'm anxious to see exactly what it looks like. He's still young. He's he's built a little bit bigger than Schrock. Schrock's a little guy. Uh, so is Dunn. Dunn needs to put on a little bit of weight. But I just want to see how it all works out. What we'll say is he has a really great contact tool and a really quick bat with really, really solid plate coverage. And when I say all this stuff, I mean for a, a minor leaguer. Like, I want that to come up, to come out. I want that to, like, be understood when I say that. Like, he couldn't be a major leaguer. He doesn't have major league plate coverage or anything like that. But for a draftee at the age of 21, uh, again, out of Maryland, who played at a full-season club, it's average. And that's a really, really good sign because that means that there's something to build on uh, more than just uh, – there's an average to build on there. It's a solid foundation. Keep an eye on Nick Dunn. Uh, that that's a really solid fifth round pick. Really solid fifth round pick. He's more athletic than Schrock is too. I, I'd be anxious to see if the Cardinals try to get creative with his position development, but one step at a time. Number five on our list is 24 year old Wood Myers. Now I decided to incorporate Wood Myers into this list uh, at five. Because when you look at the second baseman in the Cardinals organization, there are a couple of interesting players. Uh, the next man up in particular probably deserves to be five on the list. 
But Wood Myers is a, a graduate of Coastal Carolina, went to UNC before that. And he, while he played second more than anything, he is the perfect definition of an organization soldier that I talk about a lot. He'll do whatever you need. He'll play whatever position. He won't look terrible doing it. Uh, but you'll you'll be able to see right away why he doesn't have much of a future past AAA unless something like really changes. And that sounds like it's bad, and it sounds like I'm dissing him. But between the full season and the advanced level, which is Peoria and Palm Beach, uh, you know, he hit 300 on the year, above 300. Uh, uh, you know, played limited time. He was hurt for uh, for part of the season. Also, they were late adding him to Peoria. You know, I want to bring him up because you'll see his WRC uh, at Peoria was like 140, or WRC Plus was like 149, and at Palm Beach it was 114, and he does create a lot of minor league runs, especially where he bats in the lineup and how he how he makes contact, you know, he doesn't strike out a lot, uh, but nothing is particularly like stand out and incredible. Uh, you know, I, he's, a, he's a great organizational soldier, as I say in the article, uh, again, so here's what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to like get you somewhat excited about him. There really isn't anything to get excited about. He's the guy who you go to a minor league game and he's signing autographs until the very last minute somebody from the PR staff pulls him away. He's signing autographs after games. He's out there mingling with fans. He is teaching the younger players how to play the game. Like, uh, uh, As I say in the article, I think that if there was a player in the Cardinals organization, because of how smart of a baseball player he is, uh, right now, that could end up being a coach, like in the near future, uh, kind of like how Chris Schwager did. I'd go all in on Wood Myers. He's just a gym rat. He's a baseball rat who understands the game. Uh, watch the gift too, right? Because he doesn't hit a lot of home runs. He's not going to hit a lot of home runs. But I was watching uh, in gifting the game when he hit his first home run for Peoria. Uh, and you know, I, I also said he played it advanced in Peoria. He spent most of the year between State College and Peoria and then ended the year at Palm Beach. Uh, that's my bad. Sorry, I'm just rambling. For those of you who don't know how I do this is I'm literally sitting in bed right now. Uh, I am I usually don't have any baseball up in front of me. Uh, I don't have the stats up. I'm just trying to riff off the top of my head to give you uh, as much information as I possibly can. And I don't want it to sound manufactured. I don't want it to sound fake or like I'm reading off of a stat sheet because no one gives a, sh a hell about that. No one cares about that. That's not interesting. Uh, I want to give you a little bit more scouting and I want to tell you a little bit more about the player. Uh, our next man up is 19-year-old Donovan Williams. Now, Donovan Williams is interesting. Uh, there's a chance that he doesn't stick at second base. He might move to the outfield. I think he's already split time between the outfield and second base. Uh, but the best way that I can explain it a couple of years back, the Cardinals drafted with their 10th pick a, a second baseman named Malik Callimore. Uh, Donovan Williams was a 14th round pick, but Donovan Williams is a lot like Malik Callimore. Now, uh, Williams is a little bit taller and a little more svelte than Callimore. Callimore was shorter with like a really stout frame. Uh, that's a better indication of like what Don, Donovan Williams is. Here's the issue with Donovan. Uh, he played at Johnson City, and for the first half of the year, a little over half, up until about August 4th, uh, from June 19th to August 4th, he hit 281. And I do have this up. I'm reading this because I wanted to make sure we talked about this. He hit 281 with a 370 on base percentage and an OPS uh, of 808. Five home run or four home runs, five doubles, and 138 plate appearances. And then he fatigued out in August. 
while hit, while pitchers were taking advantage of the fact that they could get up on him and he would chase breaking pitches. Uh, his strikeout rate went up during that time too. Well, actually, his strikeout rate stayed about the same. His walk rate got worse. Uh, but here's the thing: is he's super athletic. And I'm anxious to see if the Cardinals will try to get even more creative and not just do the second base outfield thing. Part of me wonders if he'd be able to play third base if challenged a little bit. Uh, you know, only time will tell with that kind of stuff. But I uh, I really like the athleticism that Donovan Williams brings. I asked you to watch the GIF. It was from two years ago. Uh, but you can see how quick he is with his hands and how there is power to build into his frame. Uh, be- because of his frame. His frame looks like it's meant to have a little extra beef with a little bit more power. I like Donovan Williams a lot. Uh, of the players that will stay in the short season, playing for a short season club in 2019, Donovan Williams would be one of the kids that I would uh, uh, square in on. I would keep an eye on. Uh, he had, like again, his August really, really hurt his entire season. I almost put him on the dirty 35. He came, I mean, so close to getting on there. And then he, that's when he really started struggling. And I was hearing rumors of him chasing breaking pitches and I decided to leave him off and his August did not do him any favors. But, uh, that happens a lot of times when you're talking about a young kid playing his first, like non-drafted year worth of baseball. Now we say full season a lot of times, but his was on the short season, but it was his first time playing as a professional and a while getting professional training all year. Uh, I like Donovan Williams a lot. Again, Malik Callimore, think of a player like that. Maybe a little bit more upside because of his build and athleticism. Not to say Callimore was not athletic. He was super athletic. Uh, But I just like Donovan Williams. I think that there's a lot more to build on there. Uh, And, man, even if he doesn't play at at second base in the long term, I like him out in the outfield. Uh, That wraps up, for the most part, our second base rundown for the Cardinals organization. Now... Uh, I hope that you've been enjoying our little things here. Tomorrow, we're going to go over the short stop and s- short stops. And then the day after that, we're going to go over the third baseman. Uh, third baseman are really exciting. Short stop, there's a little bit of a lull in the organization. So uh, I, I'm anxious to get that out to you and, and get your impressions on it. For all of you who don't know, you can find me on Twitter uh, at KYLER416. If you're bored of that hit and you, you have some questions, some comments, lay them on me. I love it. Uh, If you'd rather not do that, you can DM me. My DMs are open. Uh, If you would rather email me, you can email me at kyler416 at yahoo.com. Come back tomorrow. We'll do the shortstops. For everybody at Birds on the Black, everybody at Prospects After Dark, if you watched this, you are part of the resistance. And as always, fam, happy hunting.